With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. We begin with the latest on COVID-19 in the Cayman Islands. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solomons reports. Chief Nursing Officer Dr. Hazel Brown gives a breakdown on CIGTV this morning with the latest COVID-19 statistics, starting with the news that 107,039 doses have been administered in total. This gives us 55,200 first doses, 51,759 second doses, and 63 boosters. Coverage for the population estimated at 71,106 is now 78% for first dose and 73% for two doses. Since yesterday, September 30th, 688 PCR tests have been conducted, which revealed 13 new positives, 11 of which are community transmission, some from four schools, Prospect Primary, John Gray High, Georgetown Primary, and Triple C School. And the breakdown is as follows. We have two travelers on exit, six students, one preschooler, two adults, who are contacts of students and two community acquired with no known connection to a case. Dr. Brown assures the public that all is well with those infected with the virus, with the last admission being on September 8th. The inpatient was vaccinated and continues to improve. All the children are doing well, with most of the current cases being asymptomatic. If you or someone you know find isolation or quarantine to become overbearing mentally, there are resources to help on explore.gov.ky forward slash coronavirus dash resources or call 927-3077 for the flu hotline. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. Public Health continues to appeal to take the vaccine if you're able to do so. You're also reminded to follow COVID prevention rules like wearing a mask, washing your hands, and keeping a six-foot distance from those outside your household. And to reiterate, Public Health today confirms that seven additional children have tested positive for COVID-19. Included in the new cases, three students from Prospect Primary, one from Georgetown Primary, a student from John Gray High School, a direct contact of a Prospect student already in isolation, a student from Just for Kids Preschool, and one from Triple C. Public Health and the private hospitals partnered to test classmates of affected students and all teachers who have had prolonged interaction with those classes. Public Health officials say if there are no additional positives identified in these classes after today's testing, classes will resume for these students on Monday, October 4th. Additionally, if there are additional positives identified in the classes, then the class with the additional positives will be isolated with their households for 14 days. Public Health, the Ministry of Health and Wellness, and the Ministry of Education have developed a new protocol for handling confirmed cases of COVID-19 in schools. Radio Cayman's John Anglin has more on that. In the event of a confirmed case in a class or year group, student or teacher, the case will be isolated with their household and retested on day 15. The classroom or classrooms and common areas will be sanitized in the evening and night. The entire class and year group will be tested and lessons will continue in school. If additional cases are identified in the testing, the entire class or year group and members of their households will be required to isolate. Persons in isolated households will be retested on day 15. If the household retests negative, then they will be released from isolation, and if a member or members of the household retest positive, the entire household remains in isolation until they test negative. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. 
Cayman Airways Limited announces the return of its Grand Cayman Tampa route in its flight schedule for October 2021. There will be three Tampa flights for the month operating on Saturdays, October 16th, 23rd, and 30th. The Miami flights will operate five days a week on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, with the Kingston flights operating three days a week, Thursdays, Fridays, and Sundays. Flights to and from La Ceiba will be weekly on Thursdays. At this time, Cayman Airways has not received approval from the Cuban government to operate proposed flights between Grand Cayman and Havana. Another slight bump at the pump, Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has the details. According to the overall Retail Network Weekly Analysis of the Cayman Islands done by the Utility and Competition Regulation Office, the average price of self-service regular gasoline has gone up two cents to $4.97 a gallon since the last check on September 20th. Premium self-service gasoline is selling for $5.15, while diesel is also sitting at $4.58. For a quick comparison, six months ago, gas prices in Grand Cayman were $4.70 for regular, $4.92 for premium, and $4.42 for diesel. For Grand Cayman, the cheapest is reportedly being sold at Jose's, where Offreg says it's $4.93 a self-service gallon. The average price for regular gas in Cayman Brack is $5.18 a gallon, and folks on Little Cayman are still paying $6.11 a gallon. On the diesel side of things, Offreg says the cheapest option is refuel, where it's selling for $4.23 a gallon. According to AAA, the average price of gasoline in Florida has jumped $3.05 for regular, $3.70 for premium. Log on to offreg.ky for a full breakdown. Reporting for Radio K-Man News, I'm Carsley Fuller. Since moving applications for police clearance certificates to a new digital system, officials with the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service Criminal Records Office say the process has resulted in a much faster turnaround time. Radio K-Man's Shanda Gallego explains. Officials at the CRO say since implementing an updated process for the application and issuing of police clearance certificates, they've seen a much more efficient and streamlined experience for members of the public applying for the certificates. The new system, which moves applications for police clearance certificates to a completely digital process, has allowed the Criminal Records Office to reduce the average turnaround time for PCC applications to 1.5 calendar days. The streamlining of the PCC application process has also allowed for the CRO to redeploy resources to cover some of the other functions of the RCIPS Business Center, resulting in increased efficiency for services such as the issuing of police reports, traffic reports, and security licenses. Now the new process is system-generated, which means the wording and format has been revised and certificates now feature electronic signature. No stamps appear on the new PCCs. Depending on the purpose or method of collection chosen, at the time of submission, the PCC can be emailed to individuals or directly to one of the government entities listed. Or a physical copy can be sent by domestic registered mail. An in-person pickup option is no longer available. Officials say receiving a PCC by email requires in entering a password to access the digital certificate. The password will be related to the form of ID used to apply for the PCC. If the PCCs are forwarded to a third party, individuals must also provide the password. Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman News. A local program supporting positive development in Cayman's boys sees top members get upskilled. Boys to Men program board members Christopher Murray, Seaford Russell Jr., and Simon Miller have completed a six-week certificate course at Stanford University, having received funding assistance from the Minister for Education. I am pleased that I was able to provide support for the Boys to Men program, which for several years has played an integral role in the lives of so many of our boys 
enabling them to grow and flourish into productive members of the society. The Honorable Juliana O'Connor Conley tells Radio Cayman the new knowledge will help the members provide increased mentorship for a number of Cayman's vulnerable and at-risk male students. The members of the Boys to Men Executive received their certificates in psychology of addiction and recovery just in time for World Recovery Month. Coordinating Officer Simon Miller. Wow, the, the Stanford experience exceeded my learning expectations. Um, you know, I, I was new to the whole online learning environment but I enjoyed the interdisciplinary collaborations and the applied research methods. Best of all, the conversations were relevant to the needs of our islands. The online course provides learners with an understanding of addiction and insights into various approaches to recovery. The National Drug Council's 2020 student drug use survey of just over 3,400 students from private and public schools questioned kids about their drug usage. According to the NDC, results showed that 44% of students said alcohol was their number one drug of choice. The next popular, e-cigarettes or vapes for nearly 30% of respondents. According to the National Survey on Drug Use and Health, people who use substances before the age of 12 are more likely to experience a severe mental illness, including anxiety, depression, and schizophrenia, compared to those who first use marijuana at age 18 or older. That is your latest local news on this Friday. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm April Cummings.